This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 3-1 pitch, swing and a drive. Deep to right field, way up there, way out of here. Goodbye baseball. Eight strikeouts for the King tonight and make it... 23 consecutive scoreless innings for Phoenix. Strike three called on the outside corner, and there it is. It's time for the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Kyle Seager, that just happened. Thank you very much. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. All right, welcome back to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast at Mariners Pod. Thanks for being here. Nice weekend for the M's. Really a great road trip for the M's. When you look at uh, look at it in total, five and two road trip after sweeping aside the Oakland A's, going on to Houston, and we talked about four gamers when this one started. Four game road trips on the road are extremely difficult. If you can get a split in those, you're doing something good. And the Mariners did that. They got the split in Houston, a five and two road trip. A lot of incredible ball games, great moments, and the, I think the week that was, this is one of the better ones <laughs> we've had in a while. So the week that was will come up at the end of this podcast that I think you will enjoy. At the very end, so I guess it's not really the end, towards the end, at the very end, you're going to like this. So Willie Mays celebrated his birthday over the weekend and I'm going to play for you a special birthday wish from Vin Scully. And he tells, uh, he talks about the greatest catch he's ever seen, and it was Willie Mays who made the catch. So that's at the very end. Week that was will be right before that. I think you'll really enjoy both of those. Also coming up, Kevin Martinez is going to be here. He's going to talk about this home stand for the Mariners starting tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays. So that comes up in a few minutes. Bullpen banter is back. Tony Zick is the guest. He sits down with Charlie Furbush as the bullpen continues to pitch well. One of the best bullpen ERAs in baseball. But before that, we're going to recap this weekend, and we're going to start with what ended up being good news. Just, I don't know if terrifying is too strong of a word, but a scary situation, I know, for Mariners fans when Taiwan Walker was pitching on Friday, and you could see the velocity just wasn't near the same in, in the first inning. He, he did touch 94, was reaching 93, but in the second inning, it was dialed back to 90, 91. He even had a fastball, was at 89 miles per hour, clearly wasn't comfortable, left after two innings, and was escorted to the clubhouse with Rick Griffin, and were just for a while there left wondering, what just happened and keep in mind that was just hours after the angels got just horrific news that you know their ace went down garrett richards going down looks like he'll need tommy john surgery andrew heaney young pitcher on their staff has damage as well looks like he'll try and rehab it but he's going to be out for a while just a devastating day for the angels and i think that was 
in the back of everyone's mind when Walker has to leave early. But we got good news during the ball game about Taiwan Walker. And as we hand things over to Rick, Rick, sounds like we got some good news on Taiwan Walker. Yes, we do. Taiwan came out of the game with neck spasms. So if you're looking for a positive, it wasn't because of an arm problem. So, I mean, when it was all said and done on Friday, that kind of overshadowed everything else. He only could go two innings, so the bullpen had to go long. Houston got the win on Friday, but when you look big picture, really just came down to uh, a bad night of sleep in a hotel room and a stiff neck and neck spasms and couldn't get much deeper. But here's what Taiwan Walker had to say after the game about it. How are you feeling right now? A little bit better. Kind of, how did this all kind of unwind for you today? Um, you know, just neck was tight, couldn't really turn, you know, see the catcher and you know, kind of result couldn't really finish my pitches using all arms, so you know, it's better not to push in, you know, mess up my mechanics or anything, uh, trying to push through it. And the good news since then, he's played catch and he has been fine and he looks on track to make his start for a day game on Wednesday against Chris Archer. So the Mariners fall on Friday, so the even, uh, series was even at 1-1 at that point, and that led us to Saturday which ended up being just a tremendous ball game. First of all, Nathan Carnes was excellent. Two outs, two on the pitch. Swing and a miss for strike three. Gomez went deep sea fishing into the other batter's box. He is getting booed like none other here in Houston. Gomez strikes out, strands two in scoring position, and Carnes has picked up nine strikeouts over six innings. Beautiful thing to watch. He really pitched well. He was nasty. And at one point, according to the numbers, touched 98 on the gun. I mean, he was throwing free and easy and throwing some serious gas. He looked great, and he helped pitch the Mariners to a win. And, well, the Mariners got some long balls, too, from their left-handed connection, taking Dallas Keuchel deep. First, it was Kyle Seeger. Here's the pitch to Seager swinging a fly ball deep down the right field line going and going goodbye baseball just fair down the right field line Kyle Seager swinging a hot hot bat his seventh home run of the year and it gives the Mariners a one to nothing lead here in the top of the second the only question was it going to stay fair it did and the Mariners have the lead then it was Robinson Cano. First pitch to Robinson. Can only swings and socks it out to right field. Springer can only watch this one go. Almost to the second deck about midway up. The first row of seats, the first deck of seats here inside Minute Maid Park. A two-out smash by Cano, number 10 on the season. He's two for two, and the Mariners lead it two to nothing. Keep in mind, Dallas Keuchel, the last two seasons combined, had given up three home runs to lefties in two seasons and in the matter of a couple of innings two lefties take him deep Seager and Cano of course they're very good at that they're one two lefty on lefty home runs the last couple of seasons so just both of them two are absolutely blazing hot the Mariners took a lead into the ninth but it was coughed up Ciszek did something he hasn't uh, done much of he's been nails to close out games gives up a solo home run it is tied in the 10th inning, and Cano comes up huge again. Robbie leans back, rests the bat on his shoulder. Sip winds and releases. Swinging a high, twisting fly ball. Does it have enough? Gone! Opposite way. 
and they cannot wait until Robinson Cano gets the heck out of Dodge. Opposite field blast for Robinson Cano, his second of the night, his 11th this season. It comes in the 10th. He touches home and gives the Mariners a 3-2 lead. Seager and Cano are just crushing it. They are absolutely devastating in May, and the Mariners would hold on to get the win on Saturday. Here's Steve Ciszek after the game. I knew I was going back out there no matter what. I know we were thin. Um, so just to have you know that opportunity to be able to you know get the team a win was that's all I wanted. You know, just another shot. What was the dugout like when Robbie hit that home? Uh, it was ecstatic. I mean, everyone could sense it. You know, uh, once he hit it, I was thinking in my head, game over. You know, I'm, I'm ready to go back out there. I'm fired up. And uh, the, the bench was just going insane. So huge hit. I mean, it was incredible. What a game. It's kind of a special thing. I mean, it seems like things just keep kind of going right for this team right now. Yeah, we just don't back down. I mean, you know, I, I make a mistake. They tie it up. You think, you know, you know, that's, it's easy for you just to say, oh, you know, we blew it and to kind of tuck your tails in between your legs, but not this team. You know, they just keep grinding. We just keep grinding it out, and um, it's, it's really fun to be a part of it. Um, and, I mean, Robbie's just, he's just on a tear right now. Certainly is, and that continued the next day as Cano would go deep again against Houston on Sunday. The 0-1 pitch, swing, and a well-hit ball deep to right field. Going and going, gone. Goodbye, baseball. Holy cannoli. Robinson Cano with his 12th home run of the season, his fourth home run of the trip, his fifth home run against the Astros this year. He now has 17 RBIs against Houston pitching this season. He touches home, looks skyward. Mariners are on the board. It's now the Astros three. And the Mariners won. Houston, you definitely have a problem with Robbie Cano. So Robinson Cano, the most runs he has driven in in one season against one team. The Boston Red Sox in 2006, he drove in 18 runs. And now here he is. He also drove in 17 against Baltimore twice. He did it in 2011 and 2009. So here's Cano with 17 RBIs against the Astros already. So he's one off his career high of RBIs in one season against one team. The difference is he's got 12 more games to add to that total against the Astros this year. 12 more games against Houston. The Mariners won't see the Astros for a while, and I I think Houston's pretty happy about that. I think they've had their fill of Robinson Cano, who is just – crushing the baseball right now his numbers especially in may are just utterly ridiculous out homering uh, he and seager as a combo out homering teams more rbis than teams it's silliness right now but it wasn't enough for the mariners on sunday colin McHugh was really tough the mariners fall in that game but they split the series in houston two to two so a five and two trip for the m's as they come home tonight Happy Felix Day. Felix Hernandez will take the mound tonight. 7-10 first pitch from Safeco Field against the lefty Matt Moore. 1-3 with a 4-9-5 ERA. His numbers kind of got marred in his last start. He's been pretty good up until that. Felix 2-2 with a 2-2-1 ERA, and he has had an absolute mastery of Tampa Bay. You look at his last five starts against Tampa Bay, and Mixed in that five, he has thrown a perfect game. 
He has set a career high in strikeouts, and he's thrown another complete game shutout against Tampa Bay. He has absolutely dominated the Rays through the years, and he'll try and do that once again as he'll take on Tampa Bay in game one of the series. Wade Miley against Drew Smiley. On Tuesday, 7-10 first pitch. And then day baseball on Wednesday, Taiwan Walker, Chris Archer, 12-40. That is sensational. What a matchup that's going to be. Day baseball from Safeco Field. Kevin Martinez is going to be here to talk about that more coming up in a few minutes. But I hope you get a chance to come out to the safe, especially uh, tonight with the king, Felix Hernandez, on the hill. So right now, let's go ahead and hand things over. To Charlie Furbush, it is time for Bullpen Banter. Hey, we're back again with another edition of Bullpen Banter. Uh, High-pitched voice here. I'm Charlie Furbush, the host, and today my special guest is Tony Zick. How are you today, Tony? Wonderful. How about yourself? I'm outstanding. I I heard a story that you had to drive 45 miles to high school every day. Fact, yes. Fact? Did you drive or did you take a bus? First year, they sent a bus out, and I started driving junior year, yeah. How long? Is it like an hour? Yeah, I mean, anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour and a half. Chicago traffic on the edge there, you never know. School starts at 8 a.m.? Yeah, 8. Uh, that first year, I was getting up at like 5.15 to get on the bus. Oh, my. It's like, like a job, you know what I mean? You should get paid for that. Yeah, uh, that have been nice. It would have been way nice. What was your uh, first high school car? Or your first car? I don't know yeah. why I said high school car. Yeah, well, you know, you never know. It was a Jimmy. A Jimmy? Little, yeah. The GMC yeah. Jimmy? Jimmy, oh, yeah. Two-door? No, four. It was four. I've yep. seen the two-door ones, and they're they're weak. Yeah, weak. You got to have gotta have a four-door, four-wheel drive. Yeah, it was right. good. What do you currently drive? Silverado 1500. Lifted? Oh, yeah. How many inches? Six classic i got a truck myself but i don't know if i should lift it you think i should lift it depends what you're doing with it what are you doing with it i'm just driving then it's all personal preference sir should i put in all weather tires or all terrain tires oh yeah gotta have all terrains that means i can go off-roading when i want to so where is this place that you grew up i actually just to preface this i spent an off season with an old uh, teammate of mine in the detroit tiger minor league system in joliet illinois okay you know that is yes is it close to you? About 25 minutes, yeah. Okay. Did you grow up a White Sox or a Cubs fan? Honestly, never really picked. I'd say family is more White Sox, though. South side. You got to love it. Yeah. And obviously, MJ, was he just, like, killing it back in the day? Yeah, that was cool. I remember as a kid, we'd, I'd run in the basement, and, you know, we'd watch every basketball game. Honestly, it was, it was a lot of fun to watch. That's awesome. Let's see. If you could be one animal, what animal would you be? Mm, that's a tough question, sir. Like if I was, if it was me, you know, best of, best of everything. It's like the ultimate predator, the bald eagle. Ooh, right. That's good. That's real good. Who messes with bald eagles? Yeah. Probably only other bald eagles. And then you gotta look out. Probably let's just go lion. I mean, the lion's mane. It's pretty good. Yeah. You uh, you play any musical instruments? A little bit of guitar, but I wouldn't consider myself good. Do you have like a something you you sing by the fire? You play by the fire like a kumbaya? Just alone in my room, oh, okay. but yeah, yeah, it works. Okay. Well, I recently purchased a saxophone, so I still got some work to do. Yeah. Well, actually, I got it in spring training, but it's way harder than I thought. In your own personal opinion, who do you think is the worst dressed on the team? I well, mean, I was pretty bad on the first travel day, so I can yeah. I can, well, well, I can get myself on. He's out. walking by right now. Yeah. Yeah. Vince probably terrible. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Nick Vincent probably for sure. Yeah. Well, what's your uh, your main your main prey? What do you hunt? The what do you what are you going after? Uh, deer. 
Mostly deer. Yep, whitetail. A deer jerky guy, a deer burger guy, all of the above? All the above steaks mostly. I, I really do like the steaks, backstraps. I mean, it's funny that you're the last person ever to be alphabetical or something in MLB, yeah. right? Yeah, that's really cool. That's uh, a, that's, you can't teach that. No. Uh, you know? Yeah, I, I was working on it for a little bit, then I had to stop. But other than that, all good. All good. Zick with a Y. All right, folks. I mean, on a level of 1 to 10, and I know fans of Safeco get to see it, but how much fun do we have in the bullpen? A lot. Yeah, I mean, with Hampton down there, it's yeah. just... Can't get much better. So on a level of 1 to 10? Uh, 12. <laughs> 12. 12, all right. One question, one question only. What is your go-to karaoke song? I know you got, you know, that deep voice. You kind of could go a little grunge era, maybe. A little Nirvana, or I don't know. Honestly, I would probably have to go Garth. A Garth Brooks song. Maybe Friends in Low Places oh. or something like that. Back to back. That's that's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. We, we've had a previous bullpen banter pick that song. Really? Yeah. Can you believe it? I don't know who it was. Who was it? Nathan Carnes. Really? Carnes, that's what he's picking, and he said he wants to sing it. So well, I told him I'd sing it with him. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you call it? A quartet? No, that's four. A trio. The trio of friends in low places. Do you want to have a superpower besides flying? Creative yeah, one. Flying. I, I think maybe the Superman eyes would be sweet. Superman eyes. Do you have laser eyes? Yeah. Oh, laser eyes. Yeah. I mean, he's Superman, so absolutely. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? You've been in Seattle here for a little bit now. You got a favorite restaurant around town? Uh, probably Jack's, honestly. Oh! Yeah. You heard it here, folks. Jack's Grill. J A K apostrophe S. Laurelhurst, Isquah, West Seattle. We're going to wrap it up here. Thanks again, uh, our special guest, Tony Sick. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll see you next week. Now, here's Aaron Goldsmith with Kevin Martinez. We are joined on the phone by the Mariners' Vice President of Marketing, Kevin Martinez. And, Kevin, do I understand correctly that you are joining us while uh, wearing your beef eater suit? Is this correct? <laughs> I'm just following Kremen's lead. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Hey, we got a lot coming up uh, on the homestand. The Mariners playing some awfully good ball right now in first place in the division. And uh, it's a big night coming up at the ballpark tomorrow night, correct? Yeah, um, you know, Monday is always a, a, a great opportunity for uh, family and friends to come together as part of the BECU Family Night promotion that happens, you know, every Monday game at Safeco Field where fans can get tickets for, uh, level tickets for just $12. So a great ticket special uh, to get everybody out on a, on a Monday night. And then you throw the uh, added excitement of Felix Hernandez on the mound. We'll have a King's Court in session, of course, and those tickets are just $25 for the King's Court shirt and K-card. And tomorrow night, you have a chance at seeing history, quite frankly. Felix going for his 146th career win as a Mariner, and that would be the uh, all-time wins mark if Felix is able to, wait, uh, able to come away with a victory tomorrow night. So, um, you know, a lot a lot of excitement usually happens on the weekend at, at Safeco, but uh, we're kicking it off tomorrow night. And uh, I heard you mention this on the broadcast uh, yesterday, I believe, Aaron. Wednesday's pitching matchup of Taiwan Walker and Chris Archer. Uh, it's a 12:40 matinee. Take a long lunch and, and come out to Safeco Field. That I'm really excited to watch uh, watch that ball game as well. No, I totally agree. That's going to be a fantastic pitching matchup. Uh, no question about that to wrap up the series with Tampa Bay. And, you know, Kevin, you guys are, uh, boy, you and the crew, you guys are so in on what's hot right now. Hey, man, socks are hot, aren't they? Kmart? I mean, <laughs> socks are, this is what's in. And uh, how about some socks, some free socks on Friday and some Mariners replica socks, correct? 
Yeah, so Friday night will be uh, replica socks night. You know, last year we introduced the the striped socks on the uh, on the field with the players. And uh, speaking of Taiwan Walker, he always wears his pants high, and you you see those stripes. And uh, we got a lot of feedback from fans last season asking us to do a sock night. So uh, we're going to give it a whirl on Friday night. For the first twenty thousand fans, we'll take home. Uh, a replica pair of socks that the guys wear uh, with the home uniform. And also on Friday night, another college night ticket special where uh, if you buy in advance, uh, college students get tickets as, as low as $12. And there's always a great energy in the ballpark on college night, a lot of fun. And with the way this club's playing, um, it, it's uh, it's going to be an electric weekend. Saturday, I heard you mentioned earlier, is uh, Kyle Seeger bobblehead night, courtesy of Root Sports. Um, a great-looking uh, Seager bobblehead for the first 20,000 fans. And then Sunday, uh, I'd be remiss if I, wouldn't, if I didn't miss, uh, wish all moms a uh, happy Mother's Day. And we're giving uh, fans a second chance to celebrate Mother's Day next Sunday, uh, courtesy of EQC, with a great-looking tote bag for the first 10,000 moms. And uh, we're not forgetting kids either next Sunday. All kids get a plastic bat and ball. Um, as part of Major League Baseball's play ball initiative. So just a, a ton going on, and uh, obviously with the, the way this club is playing, it uh, just makes it even even more exciting. The weather looks great. I mean, we're talking about temperatures next week in the, in the 70s, so it's all there, and uh, we're really looking forward to the, the team coming home. And i got to say, Kevin, the Seager bobblehead, that might be yeah. the most accurate-looking bobblehead I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, really. Well, you- you know Camden Finney in our uh, marketing department. She is uh, a stickler for the details and works real hard to get it right. And I think she nailed it again uh, with this secret bobblehead. Uh, it's going to uh, the Saturday will be be a great day. The the, the advance sales are um, uh, terrific for that night, and we'll want to get as many people into the ballpark as possible for that game. And uh, and really this whole homestand. You know uh, the, the way Cano is ripping it up. Uh, I really need to give a plug for our fans to go to Mariners.com and vote for the All-Star Game. Voting is underway, and uh, we all need to be voting for Cano uh, early and often because he is uh, just putting on a, a terrific display. It's incredible. He's playing uh, on a whole nother level right now. We can't wait to get home, Kevin. We can't wait for a BC, BECU family night tomorrow night with the King going, King's Court in session. And as always, Kevin, we appreciate you taking some time and joining us here in the magazine. And here is... The week that was. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On Mariners Magazine. Swing and a ground ball shot hard. Marte slides down. Shovel backhanded over to second base. On to first in time. A magic trick by Marte. And that ends the inning. The pitch. Swing and a line drive. Caught it short by Marte. Long reach to his left. They are going to double up vote at first base. A throw over to Lynn for the double play. You are a wizard. Pitch from Vincent. Swing and a ground ball. Right side. Tough play. Marte ranging. Ranging over second base side of first. Throws over to first base. And it's taken in time by Lynn. Marte just ran a quarter mile. Was able to scoop, gather, and throw to first base. Inning over. And the tying run is stranded. At second base. The one-two pitch, swing, and a missed strike three and a fastball, and this ball game is over. The Mariners hang on and win it tonight. A final score of 4-3 to three over the Oakland A's. A 2-2 on the way to Seager. Swing and a high fly ball deep to right field. 
Reddick going back, looking up, goodbye baseball, Kyle Seager with his sixth home run of the season, holy smokes, a three-run drive high atop the out-of-town school board. The pitch swung on, popped up, and behind third base, a lot of room, Kyle Seager is there, waits for it to come down, he makes the catch, and the Mariners win it tonight, a final score of 8-2, to two, and they move into first place. T-minus. The pitch, swing and a high fly ball, deep center field. Billy Burns racing back to the one, he tracked to the wall. Upper deck, goodbye baseball. Holy smoke into Mount Davis. Straight away center field. A tape measure home run by Nelly Cruz into the upper deck straight away. A two-run blast. It was a bomb, I guess is the best way to describe it. pitch. Swinging a crack out to center field. Burns angling, racing, racing, looking up. Burns out of the warning track, and this is gone over the wall for a home run. He winds, fires, swinging. This is clubbed out to the left field. This is gone. Dejo Lee taking his time around the bases as he just destroyed that pitch from Axford. He killed it out to left field, and the Mariners lead it 9-8 to eight with two outs in the seventh inning. Oh, yeah. I want to help the Seattle team to win. If, even, if not, I'll play the game. I want to cheer the other teammates as well. And I just want to enjoy the ride. And the 3-1 pitch, swing and a pop-up right side of the infield. This is going to do it. Robbie Cano coming into his left. He's there and makes the catch, and the ball game is over. The Mariners win it, a wild one this afternoon, 9-8 over the Athletics. And they sweep the A's here in Oakland in the three-game series. the pitch on the way to Cano. Swing and a fly ball deep center field. Back of the ball. Gomez going back. This one is on the track. Bounces off the wall. Up tells Hill. Here comes Martin. Here comes Oki. Here comes Smith. The throw to the plate. Wide of the mark. Three run score on a three run double by Robinson. Cano up to tells Hill and straight away center field. He clears the bases and almost everybody scores. First pitch to Robinson. Cano. He swings and socks it out to right field. Springer can only watch this one go. Almost to the second deck, about midway up. The first row of seats, the first deck of seats here inside Minute Park. A two-out smash by Cano. Robbie leans back, rests the bat on his shoulder. Sip winds and releases. Swing at a high, twisting fly ball. Does it have enough? Gone! Opposite way, and they cannot wait until Robinson Cano gets the heck out of Dodge. Zeshek one strike away from sealing a Mariners win. Two outs, nobody on. Mariners lead it by one. The pitch, swing, line drive, right field, right to the chest of Cano, who makes the squeeze, and that's the ball game. And how fitting is it that it's Cano to help record the final out? They're resilient. 
they're resilient. They've got drive and the will, and, and they believe that they're they're good players, and they believe that this is a good team, and uh, they they want to do it for each other and not for themselves, and that's that's what it takes to win baseball games. Hi, this is Vin Scully. I've been around a long time, and all the years I've been broadcasting, people have always asked me, who's the greatest player you ever saw? Well, I didn't see many American League games, but I certainly saw a lot of National League games, and without a doubt, the number one, the greatest player I ever saw was Willie Mays. I was also privileged to see Willie make the greatest catch of his career, and he agrees with me that it was. No, not the catch in the World Series against Vic Wirtz in Cleveland. I'm talking a Dodger-Giant game in Ebbets Field. Dodgers trailing by a run, bases loaded, and two out. We had a young third baseman out of Oklahoma by the name of Bobby Morgan. And Morgan hit a line drive into left center. As soon as the ball left the bat, you knew it was an extra base hit. Everybody knew that except Willie. And Willie, running as hard as he can, left his feet parallel like an arrow going through the air and caught the ball. But that was only part of it. In those days, certainly at Ebbets Field, we had a gravel warning track. So Willie, going head first, hit that gravel and then bounced and head first into the concrete wall. And he was not wearing a helmet. They didn't wear helmets in those days. He hit the concrete wall, rolled over on his back. The left fielder was a fellow named Henry Thompson for the Giants. Henry came over, bent down. There was Willie, unconscious, holding the ball on his chest. Henry reached down, took the ball, and held it up to the umpires. Out for Bobby Morgan. That was the greatest single play I've ever seen. So I've been fortunate to watch you play all those years, Willie. And I must tell you, not only are you the greatest, but Buck, happy birthday, and I will never forget you. See you later! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.